And welcome back to Positive Music Podcast by music fans for music fans. We're your hosts, Matt and Jeff, a father-son music-loving duo. Today's episode will be a little different. We do not have a guest this week. Uh, you know, it's been busy uh, with me just having a newborn son. Uh, I don't really have much time on my hands, if you could imagine that. <laughs> so Jeff and I were able to get together finally, and we're going to try and do it at least every other week now, if not every week. But, you know, I can't promise every week. I can promise every other. So That's right. We'll at least be able to figure it out. Yeah, we'll be fine. We'll figure things out. So, <laughs> this week we got some new albums released over the past three weeks. Uh, I have five. Jeff's actually beaten me for the first time and probably well, couple let's not months. say beat because I really have four albums and two EPs. And let's I have five. Call it a draw. Uh, okay, I have four albums and one EP. So... All right, there you go. See, okay, maybe that's not what we're okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you a little tip here, but uh, yeah. Other than that, we have another album that we brought for each other. Um, I don't know. I'm curious to see what you say about mine because it's, I I enjoy this album. Yeah, I I figured you did. So, but you know, it is what it is. We'll see how you like mine too. It's, there's there's a little hidden meaning to mine. Sorry about that, guys. I had a little bit of technical difficulties. If there's a little bit of a jump or a skip, that is uh, 100% on us. Oh, Matt's fault. Matt's fault. Yep. All of it. Blame me. Not not Tech Jeff over there. Yeah, right. That's right. Tech Boy's here. So if I show up, everything gets fixed. Yeah, <laughs> sure it is. That's what happens all the time. I get a call at work. I go in. It's like, you know, that was not working. And you show up and it works. I say, yep, that's all I have to do. I got to just show up. Oh yeah, that's all it is. It's like uh, you gotta happen that way, you know. Of course, it's kind of annoying. Of course, they don't want to admit it's operator error, but we'll not go. We'll leave that one for a later discussion. Yeah, we'll be all right. <laughs> Anyways, well, how you doing, man? Not too bad, you know. The new uh, Papa is on the on the radio or on the podcast, and we're we're sounding good. We're looking good. Let us know how our voices sound. A little bit. We got some better audio, I guess. Matt made me get something. And- I'm I'm hoping this comes out better. I feel like it is going to, but I don't know. You know, the Zoom is, you can only do so many things over Zoom. So, you know, that's just the way it's going to be. Yeah. And maybe we'll have to start recording locally on your computer now and then splicing our audios together and just being super fancy with it. What the hell? Really? I know. But I mean, your voice sounds good on my end. So we'll see how it goes yeah. out. Yeah. It's, editing. It sounds a lot better. I mean, it, yeah, we're good. As long as, yeah. uh, as long as my internet connection stays up, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. We're good. We're getting through it. <laughs> our 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 four listeners stepped up to six, so watch out, everybody. Oh, We're getting there. Five? Yeah, I think we got six listeners per episode. Wow. So we're getting there. We're on fire. We're, we're too popular. <laughs> we are way too popular. Um, yeah, shit. I know. Well. All right, so what do you want to talk about today? So you want me to? Well, start I mean, you got together? you got some new albums here. I do. You want to start with one of them? Yeah, you know what? You know the our previous um, uh, whatever we did three weeks ago with uh, my buddy Derek. Yeah. You know he he told me about this band called Wet Leg. Okay. I don't know if you did this album or not, but I did. I did not. not a, okay, I went back to it. So this one was released early in April, I believe, around April 9th. Um, so, uh, April 8th or 10th or whatever it was. Okay. Anyway, very interesting band. Um, they were bored from what I understand. Now this is of course coming from Derek and I couldn't find anything to verify it, but they supposedly were bored during COVID. 
decided that these two young women are going to make a band and they made a single called Chase Lounge. Uh, lo and behold, it went viral and it went crazy and the fans were looking for more music and they didn't have any. So that yeah. happened in, 20, well, they found it in 2019. So I'm guessing just before COVID, but they released Chase Lounge in 2021. And then all of a sudden everybody was looking for them. When are you guys going to play? Where can we come see you? Well, they couldn't play anywhere because they had one song. So they had to come up with an album. So they put out an album called Self-Titled Wet Leg. Um, they, they are out of the Isle of Wight, by the way. Isle of Wight? Isle of Wright, band from the Isle of Wright. Where is that? I have no, I think it's British Isles, maybe. Oh, it's Isle of Wight, W I G H T. Oh, White, sorry, right? White, good enough. So, so anyway, it is just Isle off of the southern coast of Southampton. Southampton, okay. uh, Southampton, uh, United Kingdom. Okay, that's what I thought. I thought they were UK. All right. Well, hence, hence the term British Indie Rock Band from the Isle of Wight. That makes more sense now. Okay, anyway, <laughs> um, Matt, this is one you need to listen to. Yeah, I figured it would be. Uh, very, very interesting. Um, very catchy. Uh, very unique. Um, you know, Chase Lounge, I mean, it's, it's, it's good. It's a good song. There are some other good songs on there, um, but Chase Lounge, Wet Dream are very good. Uh, Being in Love is all right. Angelica is okay. Your mom is kind of your mom. I'm sorry. Your mom. M U M. Your mom. Okay. I mean, that's kind of fun too. I mean, really, this is their only album, so you really can't listen to anything else. Um, so I guess, you know, I, I actually gave it a six and a half. I found it quite interesting. Really? Um, yeah, it, it it was it's just it's different enough for me to actually kind of like it. Okay. How's that? It's 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 not what I normally would listen to, but it's got enough difference in what is out there to make it worth listening to. All right, what do you want to play on this then? Oh yeah, let's well of course we gotta play Chase Lounge because that's kind of the fun zone. So okay. we'll, we'll play Chase Lounge, which is the second track. Can you play it on your end too? Uh, I was, uh, yeah, yeah. That's kind of funny. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> that is, it is interesting. That gives off a little bit of a punk feel to it, but not really. Absolutely, no. They, they have definitely, uh, uh, from uh, from what they say, what their what their little uh, thing in on uh, Spotify is, um, influences are uh, French disco. Okay. Um, they have the Ronettes. The Ronettes, the old, like, yes. R&B group? Yes. I mean, it's it's just York? weird. Okay. I mean, I, I don't know. It's it's different. It's different. It's kind of, it's, it's catchy, it's cool, it's different, it's, it's weird. I'm throwing that on tonight. Yeah, I think you should. Yeah, I think you'll enjoy it. Yeah, I think I will too. 
It sounded really fun. It sounded like the music that I'm really liking right now. I talked uh, about this. I talked about this like weeks ago, where I'm loving that '80s. Like, uh, oh, do you remember? Do you remember the movie um, Hardcore Henry, that first person movie? Oh yeah, you know I remember you guys making me watch that thing. Well, we went to go see it before it came out. Remember that in theaters, oh, right. and we were viewers for it. Oh, that's right. We did that. Oh, that was yeah. a weird one. Yeah, that was I a very that. weird one, very violent, but the soundtrack to it was sick. Yeah, I remember that. Like, I love that soundtrack, and that's the music oh, that I... I wonder who... Hardcore Henry, is it? Hardcore Henry. That is the music yeah. that I've been really looking for right now. I've liked that almost, like, 80s-sounding, like, German club kind of music. Hardcore Henry soundtrack. There it is. Got it. But, like, those oh, songs... Oh, yeah. Those are the kind of... A lot of, of, a lot of things on there like, you've never heard of. No. Except for Queen, Don't Stop Me Now, and The Temptations, My Girl. Yeah, but other than that, like, that's a fun soundtrack that I've just been, like, I've been enjoying those songs. And then and I got style. with Sinatra. That's awesome. <laughs> but, yeah, if, if you're bored and you want to listen to something different, just look up the Hardcore Henry soundtrack. There's a Spotify playlist that'll give you everything you need to listen to. Fantastic. That's a fun soundtrack. And that kind of sound for half of that movie is what I've been really enjoying lately. Huh, interesting. Yeah. All right. What do you got next? What do you got up? Uh, we will start with my EP. Oh, the only EP cool. that I did is Faye Webster with Car Therapy Sessions. Um, we've talked about Faye Webster on the show before. I really like her as an artist. She made my top 25 albums last year with I Know I'm Funny Haha. Um, I know her album Atlanta Millionaires Club was the reason why I started listening to her with Right Side oh, okay. of My You have... Uh... Your your EP has five songs. Mine has one of mine has four and one has three. <laughs> wow! So I got a long EP then, huh? You got a long EP. Well, yours is twenty. Yeah, yours was longer than mine too. Yeah, it's twenty five minutes. One is twenty minutes. I think they're both about twenty minutes. But I mean, it's it's five songs, just under twenty five minutes. So you're thinking like, this is not a regular release length. This is a pretty long. I have an album coming up that I think is like twelve or thirteen songs. That's just under thirty minutes or just over thirty minutes. So it is very different from what, you know, is normally coming out. And she put a lot. I actually got one of those too, I believe. Really? Sure. Yeah. She she put a lot of thought into this EP, and I'm actually really excited about it. Um, I I really enjoyed it. I think that it's Faye Webster-esque, so it's going to be soft vocals, uh, a light guitar, a little bit of pluckiness to it, but nothing that'll jump out to you to, like, Oversensitize you in a way, I guess is what I would say. Um, I really like her song "Right Side of My Neck," and that's where I started listening to her. And I, uh, I'm blown away. I like this album or EP. Uh, Play "Suit Johnny." Suit Johnny, got it. walls wide and I want 
Give you 40 seconds of that one there, Matthew. Oh, yeah, it'll pick up later on when we listen to it. But pick up is a very loose term. I I mean, I liked it a lot. This is, I mean, it's hard to rate AP songs, but I gave this a seven. Wow. I like this. I I think it's fun. And this is exactly up Faye Webster's wheelhouse. So I I wasn't upset with it at all. All right, well, my next one is a band that I have definitely heard of, and I know a bunch of their songs. However, I've really not ever been a fan. And I was surprised by the amount of monthly listeners that this band has. Right now, they're sitting at 9.99 million fans. Damn. Who is it? Papa Roach. Oh, that's because they have one song. Well, yeah. I mean, Last Resort, Help, Scars. Um, okay, I, I guess they got three. Huh? I know that. They have a good TikTok following. They do. I've seen them on my TikTok for you page. Okay, play the next one. Play Help and you play Scars. Those are their three top ones. Wait, do you hear it when I'm playing it? Yeah, I can hear you when you're playing it. Oh, does it sound good? It sounds all right. Huh. I don't know if it's coming through the recording or not. We'll have to check back later. We might <laughs> have to. to play it, though. If, if it does, then I might not have to edit, and I'll just have to play it on my end. Oh-hoo! Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Okay. Oh, we got maybe. Let's, all right. Let's hear Scars a little bit. We'll skip ahead here. I've never heard that one. Probably have heard it by the chorus, but all right, I'm finding the chorus. This is a cover. Is this not a cover? No. Nope. What? Oh, anyway, they've got a new album called Eco Trip. They've been releasing albums since 2001. They are, this band is over 20 years old. Yeah, I did know that. They, they were I, in the, I, I'm the just, new I'm just blown away wave. That, I, I'm, I'm blown away that they have 10 million listeners. Uh, uh, you know, of all the bands I listen to, none of them have ever reached 10 million. I mean, technically. I mean, Papa Roach still has it, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, it's, <laughs> I, I I actually enjoyed this album. I, I was, um, I was very surprised. Um, the, the track that's getting the most plays right now is Kill the Noise. Yep. Uh, it is great. It is a very good song. Really? Um, yeah, and, and uh, they've got some other stuff. Um, but th- there's really not they're really not a bad song in the bunch. Um, I would put them in the likes of like a Lincoln Park and a Corn maybe. Corn maybe is a little heavier than these guys are. Yeah, I was gonna say I could I could see Lincoln Park, but Lincoln Park very much very similar to Lincoln Park, um, where they're they're not really singing. They they do a little singing. They do a little rapping. They do a lot of things with a heavy heavy chorus in the background. DJ yep. bass, 
heavy rock based, very unique sound. Uh, definitely something that I need to go back and listen to again because it was, uh, I was very pleasantly surprised. And then when I listened to it again today, getting ready for the podcast, it was uh, definitely one that I'm, I, I think I even saved a few of the songs for sure. And I'll probably come back to it again. And I think I'll go wow. back to some of the other stuff because I, you know, they, they do put out very good songs. Now, complete albums, maybe not, but this one is not bad. I gave it a seven out of 10. It's probably going to wow. make my top. It's going to make my top of 2022. All right. I'm going to play Kill the Noise. I think you should play Kill the Noise. All right. I just feel like I'm channeling something. No love, no feelings. I choke on the air I'm breathing. I'm done. I'm healing. Ain't nobody. Interesting. Cool song. Very cool song. That was a fun start to it. Yeah, it, it does have a very cool start to it. And in fact, that is on my list. It is on my favorite list. So, Interesting. Uh, yeah, surprisingly, you know, the rest of the album's pretty darn good. There's a couple little stinkers in there, but for the most part, a pretty solid album. I might have to go back and listen to that one too. So it's uh, Papa Roach, and the album's called Ego Trip. Papa Roach, Ego Trip. Fair enough. By the way, I did, I did buy the Ghost album from a couple weeks ago. Did you? A couple episodes ago, I bought Ghost. <laughs> On vinyl? I did. I did you did. find it record yeah, store? It's really cool. I'm really digging it. I'm digging it a lot more than I did before. <laughs> it's different, dude. The the orchestral. It is very weird. I, you know, I mean, that's I mean, Ghost. That's Ghost. Yeah, it is Ghost. But, I mean, yeah, I just, oh, my God. Even listening to it on vinyl, it's just, you know, th- th- this was probably you know, one of the newer albums that maybe was meant to be on vinyl. So they might've recorded it in analog, but man, the pressing is really good. Um, it's clean. It's crisp. It's awesome. Interesting. So, anyway, I just thought I'd throw that out there. Fair well, enough. you're going to make it a lot easier. You're going to do all the work and all I can do is sit back and talk. I like that. Yeah, it might, it might be that way, huh? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I will move on to my right, what do you got? next album. Uh, completely different from Faye Webster, I got Sophie Tucker with their album, Wet Tennis. So Sophie Tucker is a duo that is pop, electronic, new wave sounding, I guess is the best way to put it. Um, This is their second album. And uh, got it. Yeah, I mean, but you look at their listeners, it's mainly in Mexico City, Mexico, Sao Paulo, Brazil, Sydney, Australia, Melbourne, Australia, and then you get LA at fifth. And just shy of 8 million monthly listeners. So I've heard Sophie Tucker before. I haven't listened to them yet because I knew. Tennis, I love it. What'd you say? <laughs> Wet tennis? <What> tennis. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's it's so oh. weird. But they are like a dance electronic sound and it is fun. Like this album. This was your short one 12 songs, 34 minutes, 30 seconds. Yeah, that's what I was saying. It's like, it's what, seven more songs, only 10 more minutes? <laughs> Right. And Faye Webster, which is kind of funny. Well, and Ego Trip is, you know, from uh, Papa Roach was uh, 14 songs, 42 minutes. Yeah. Oh, or just under 43. But still, again, 
one of those things that it's, uh, you know, it, it's nice to see that they're going back to a shorter format. Yeah. They're not having to force out 44 minutes to get it onto vinyl full sides. And I, you know, I started listening to uh, King Gizzard and the Wizard Lizard. I love King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. However, this album's an hour 21 and the first song is 18 minutes long. Yeah, that's King Gizzard. Yeah, I just, I I figured, you know what? I might save that for next week. Fair enough. <laughs> or the next podcast. King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizards are weird. They are definitely weird. I started I started listening and then I skipped in a couple of songs. I'm like, yeah, maybe not. I'm going to give it a hop <laughs> out and find something else. Uh, but Sophie Tucker's Wet Tennis, very fun. This is a great club-sounding beat to it. Um, I, I, I'm kind of blown away by this. I I think that this is going to be on my list at the end of the year. Whoa, all right. This Okay, so there was 12 songs. Yeah. Eight of them I saved. Oh, there you go. That is pretty high for me. Right. I, I normally, if, I'm, if I like an album, like... Uh, even then, Faye Webster's, I saved two of the five, and I thought that was like, yeah, it was good. Sophie Tucker's was eight. Wow. It's, it's, this is a fun album. This is very down my path, I will say. Uh, so I will like it, you will not. Million plays with the sun came up. Yeah. But my favorite song is uh, Summer in New York. And now I'm going to play really? this. And that's, that's like one of the, well, not the lowest one, but it's not. From the higher ones. Right. I'm going to play it. I want to see what you can pick out from it. Because there's right. something interesting in it. All right. All right. I'm going to play it here. Okay. Sounds good. Oh, I know that one already. Right? Right. But yeah, it's that 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 I thought it was, it's not Fiona Apple. I don't think it is. Uh, the Naked and Famous. Oh, is that what? No. It might be. Hold on. Let's look it up on Spotify. No. What is that? Lost and found the dot dot dot. What? Da, 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 da. I, I mean, I know the damn song. I just don't, can't remember who sang it. I can't either. What in the world? Nope, that's not it. Is that it? No, that's not it. Nope. No, I have no clue. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Nope. 
No, I, I like that song, though. That's funny. <laughs> I, I can't figure it out. God, oh, my God. It's, it's killing me. Oh, okay. But I will say, back to Sophie song. Tucker. I know the song, too. I can't think of it. Um, But back to Sophie Tucker. It just gets, like, I will play. I'm going to play another song here. I'm going to play Kake. And it's in Spanish, which makes it even more fun. Uh, so there are some Spanish and English songs on this album, but this is where you're going to sound that club beat to it. Let's skip ahead a little bit here. Okay, what is that one? So that was Kaki by Sophie Turner as well. Okay, so that's, that's the same cool. album. It's, this album is just, it's so fun. Interesting. I, I can't say enough how fun it is. This is an 8 out of 10. Very nice. Very, very it's, nice. It's really fun. The beats in it are fantastic. Um, I, I, I have nothing else to say about it. It's, it's, if you haven't listened to this and you like EDM, like alternative styled new wave pop, check this out, please. That's oh. all I got. <laughs> is that funny. the I Met Your Mother theme song? Yeah, because I was looking it up and I'm like, you can hear that in my ear end too? Slightly, yeah. Oh my God. No, I, I was like, I'm trying to figure out what the song was and it's like, ah, oh, that's it. It's Tom's Diner by Suzanne Vega. Wait a second. Right, Tom's Diner on. by Suzanne. Let me pull it up oh, on my end. Tom's Diner. Hold on. Tom's Diner. Suzanne Vega. Okay, I'm playing it here. <laughs> oh, this is just recently came massive on TikTok. I am waiting in the corner with my... Yes! Oh my God, yes! <laughs> I knew I was going to find it. I was going to find it. Shit, that's... <laughs> This was this became like absolutely massive on TikTok because of a cover, like really? a cover from somebody doing it. Like, oh God, uh, yeah, wow, good pull. There we go. There we go. I found it. I know there I go. found it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. I'm happy now. Hey, am I up next? Yep. Okay. Um, another interesting band. Uh, again, I'm finding bands that have been around a while that. I know of them, but I don't know them. Okay. The band is called Bowling for Soup. Another pop punk band. Yeah, but you've heard their songs. I know like, Bowling for Soup. Right. Like 1985 I, and Stacy's yeah. Mom. Yep. Stacy's Mom's got it going on. You know who <laughs> Bowling for Soup is. I my favorite, my favorite thing is somebody tweeted at them like a couple of years ago, and it was like, Are you bowling on behalf of soup or bowling to win soup? because <laughs> it's like hey what are you doing with bowling for it was it's just a great stupid question well you know what and the funny thing is is if you really listen to their lyrics they are a comedic a comedic singer oh a hundred percent and they rip on everybody mm -hmm. for instance one of their songs on this album which the album is pop drunk snot bread yep 
And the second the second song on the album is I Wanna Be Brad Pitt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bowling for soup. Um, you know, this album is really fun. I they have been around okay, so they've been around since 1996. Their first album was released in 1996. That means they're at 26 years. Dang. And surprisingly, they have 3.2 million monthly listeners. All right. I have a trivia question for you. I, I don't know the answer because I don't know this band very About well. About Bowling for Soup, what cartoon did they sing the theme song for? Okay, so Mom and I were trying to figure out them. It's got to be Phineas and Ferb. Yes, it is. They sing they the theme song I, I, we tried Phineas and Ferb. We tried looking it up, and we couldn't find it. Nobody is admitting that that is who sang the theme song. But oh, Mom I know. Said, Mom it said these guys sound exactly like a Phineas and Ferb cartoon soundtrack. So if you go to the Phineas and Ferb album from 2009, okay. uh, Today's going to be a great day. The theme song for Phineas and Ferb. Here it is. There's 104 days of summer vacation Till school comes along just to end it So the annual problem for our generation Is finding a good way to spend it Like maybe um, And that is credited to Bowling for Soup on Spotify. No way. Yup, that's... Mom, that's was, Mom was right. Mom that's right. yeah that's the funniest thing i i love that about them <laughs> it's just such a stupid little simple thing but so enjoyable i mean okay listen to some of their albums i mean their first one self-titled yep um the second one is called cellmates <laughs> <laughs> um and then the next one is rock on honorable ones but th then they get a little let's do it for johnny yeah drunk enough to dance a hangover you don't uh, hang up hang up hangover you don't deserve <laughs> okay uh bowling for soup goes to the movies <laughs> um the great burrito exterior yeah or the great burrito extortion case i i mean or, oh it just gets crazy sorry for partying <laughs> Mary flipping Christmas, I got a Christmas album. <laughs> Apparently, if you look, they have so many albums. Fishing for Woos. <laughs> My um, favorite one is uh, Lunch Drunk Love, like Punch Drunk yeah, Love. Lunch Drunk Love. <laughs> they have People a lot actually of albums. liked Volume 1 the first 10 years. <laughs> songs people actually liked Volume 1, like their best of. Songs yep. people actually liked Volume 1 the first 10 years. <laughs> they got Drunk Dynasty, a little bit of a spinoff of Duck Dynasty. Yeah, Drunk Dynasty, Acoustic and Freaking Something. What is it? E English Church. <laughs> acoustic in a freaking English Church. English Church. I mean, oh my I God. Mean, they're fun. The, this, These guys, are, okay, here's your Volume 2. There's, It says, A Nice Night for an Evening, Volume 2. Getting old sucks, but everybody's doing it. Oh, yeah. Did you see so, yeah, some of their songs? Yeah, getting old sucks. Uh, but everybody's doing it. Yeah. Or you so they 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 have like a Christopher Walken impersonator who does the <laughs> bowling for soup pea break. This is their fifth track. 
god <laughs> and then they have a public service announcement that they do it again so you gotta play play number five just play number five on this okay. one welcome to a bowling for soup pea break you have now Morgan Freeman, not Christopher Walken. Well, he's got a little bit of Christopher Walken in it too. I hope you are enjoying this record so far. I assume you are, as it is a pop punk masterpiece. This pee break will end soon. Please make sure to wash your hands. Hi. Okay, <laughs> that is Morgan Freeman. Oh well, I don't know. Christopher Walken, Morgan Freeman. I don't know. It's it's just terrible. But then they got another one at number ten, so they do five and ten. Ten is a public service announcement with the same voice coming on. Oh my god, it is just a riot. <laughs> that is hysterical. Anyway, I you know they got simple chords, catchy lyrics. Man, this one's a six and a half out of ten. I I think you got to listen to it at least once just because it's so damn funny. <laughs> I definitely will. Oh my god, it is hilarious. Do you want oh to play god. a song off this album? You know, you can play I play I want to be Brad Pitt or Getting Old Sucks. No, I just play Getting Old Sucks. I mean, that's that one in Alexa Bliss is funny too. <laughs> All right, I'll play Getting Old Sucks here. There you go. I mean, you can hear the Phineas and Ferb theme song there for sure. Oh, it's so bad. Oh, that's so funny. It is. It I, is so. I, 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 Mom and I were just having a blast this morning listening to this one. <laughs> that's fair. I mean, that's uh, that's solid pop punk. So. Oh my god, it is, it is a riot. It's a riot. All These right. guys are fun. You gotta listen to it. I definitely am going to have to now. God damn it, too much. Um, uh, all right, my album. We'll go with uh, we'll go with this one here, uh, Future with his album "I Never Liked You." Uh, Future, <laughs> see, I like Future from time to time. <laughs> Listening to a full Sorry. album of his is kind of tough. It's kind of oh. tough. I don't think that this was his best album, and I don't think it is by a long shot. I I've seen Future in concert. I saw I saw him during the DS2 era in 2015 which was fantastic. Um, his self-titled in 2017, those are probably his two best hits. After that, I'm kind of struggling to say that I like Future. Well, I, okay, so how many, I mean, he's sitting at what? Oh my God, 30, holy shit, he's 33.5 million monthly listeners. Well, he has Why? a song over a billion plays and a song almost at a billion. He's at number 57 in the world. Holy shit. He has a song that has 627 million plays, but I mean, even then, you've heard the art or you've heard of Future before. Yeah, I have. Yeah, exactly. So it's like this is a rapper that you actually know. I do. Um, but I think that there are a couple songs that stand out, and those two being "Wait for You" with Thames and Drake, and "Chickens" with ESTG. Uh, honestly. This was kind of tough. I don't think this was a great album. 
And I don't think that Future really put 100% into this. I mean, he's been around for a long time now, in the rap game at least. He, he's got Yee on there too. Look at that. Yeah. He is not that song sucks too. He's been around for 10 years in the rap game. He's like, got he Drake his first album. Yeah, that song wasn't great. But the other Drake song was uh, Wait oh, for You. Yeah, Wait for You. This is a three. I think that there's, it's just lackluster. I don't know if there's much that stands out, and it kind of just all blends together by the end. So I will play Wait for You with Thames and Drake by Future. Whenever I find time, it's okay. ATL, Jacob, ATL, Jacob. You pray for my demons, girl, I got you. Every time I sip on codeine, I get vulnerable. Annoying the sounds of the storm when it comes. She understands. I mean, it's not bad, but like, that's one of the best songs in the album, and I'm just struggling to get through it. It's unfortunate. Ooh. I like Future. This, yeah, I don't know. Too bad. Yeah, it was a little unfortunate, but you get, you live and you learn. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. All right. Oh, I guess I'm up, huh? All right. Well, yeah, what do you got next? Stick, we should probably pick it up a little bit. We're almost at like 30 minutes. We're what? We're almost at 30. We're over 30 minutes here. I figured we might get a while because we still got yeah, a ways to go. Yeah, we do. I have two more albums still and you got three. Yep. All right. So my, my stinker of the week is... Uh, no, that other than the album Detroit Muscle from the infamous Mr. Ted Nugent. Oh, God. You know, I, didn't I am really not a Ted Nugent fan. This one to begin with, but honestly, it could have been so much better. I am not a Ted Nugent fan. But it wasn't. I, 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 and, it's, and it's unfortunate. Um. You know, in, in the mid-70s when he, when he came out, I think 75 is when he put out his self-titled album. And, and after that, he had a series of albums all the way up through Scream Dream, which were really good. And, you know, I think I own a lot of those on vinyl, which, I, I mean, in his prime, he was great. But he's in his 70s. You know, he's a better a gun and hunting activist than an artist these days. <laughs> and I need to say that about any artist because I know – you know, it just, um, he, he does a rendition of the Star Spangled Banner at the last song on the album. I was curious if that was actually a Star Spangled Banner cover. It is, and it's the best song on the album. <laughs> and it's an instrumental. No way. Yeah, it's, let's put it this way, I gave it a two. Oh. Yeah. That's it, bad. It, 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 it was not good. Do you want me to play anything on this? Nah. I mean, unless you want to play the Star Spangled Banner, but I mean, it's a cool rendition. Don't get me wrong. But it's the fucking Star Spangled Banner. But it's the fucking Star Spangled Banner. <laughs> like, like I, I get it. There's the best joke can, I had was. Can, just pick any song on there because they all suck. All right. I'll play the one with most plays. Come and take it. But Ted Nugent. All right, fine. Come and take it. Take it. 
Does he know any other words? No. Okay, so you said, I is this about gun rights at this point? You know, it, it's a lot about that. It's a <laughs> lot about, uh, you know, his hometown of Detroit. You know, him and Kid Rocker. The, the oh, Michigan. God. What a terrible duo. I know, but if you think about it, they're both from Detroit. They both are very right-wing activists. Not that that's a bad thing. It's just, you know, um, it's just where they're from. It's it's just, you know, it, there, there just isn't a whole lot on this one. <laughs> yeah, it seems very almost lackluster. Yeah, it's it's kind of, I mean, you could just, I mean, just even the, the normal chord, it's just like, it, it's like he hasn't done anything different since the seventies. And, and it's, and, and, and maybe he doesn't have to, and he still sells shit and that's fine. But, you know, try something different, Ted, do something different, try something. Cause it's like mm-hmm. the old shit ain't as good as it used to be. Yeah. All right. I still love him as an artist, as a as an activist, as a gun uh, gun and hunting activist. I think he's done a lot for that. I and I, and I believe as long as he's on the this earth, he's going to continue his push for hunting and, and guns and and more power to him because he do, does have a good following. But musically, I think he's done. Fair enough, I guess. Okay. Uh, my next album is from the artist Pusha T, uh, with oh, the album "It's one. Almost Dry." Uh, Pusha T has had some really awesome albums come out in the past couple of years and this one I think continues it. I actually really enjoyed this. It's 12 tracks, 35 minutes. Um, A lot of great features. Kanye West. You have a song with him, Jay-Z, and Pharrell Williams. You have a song with him and Kanye West and Kid Cudi. Uh, Lil Uzi Vert and Don Tolliver on a song. There are some good features and it's not like every single song has a feature so it gets overwhelming and just doesn't feel like a Pusha T album. So it still it still feels like a Pusha T album. Uh, it's fun. Uh, Diet Coke has a great beat to it. Uh, <laughs> rock and Roll with Kanye West and Kid Cudi is great. Call My Bluff, Scrape It Off, Neck and Wrist, Dreaming of the Past with Kanye. Like, just so you remember, these are all good songs. I enjoyed this well, album. He's getting 9.7 million monthly listeners, so he's in Papa he, Roach territory. Yeah. He, <laughs> okay. I will say. I don't think I'll ever hear that. Papa Roach no. and Pusha T in the same sentence. <laughs> no. Do you? Okay. Here's the question. Do you remember, uh, the story of Adion coming out? That was a roast about Drake that Pusha T put out. No. That is where Pusha T leaked that Drake had a five-year-old kid and basically calling him out for it. And nobody knew that Drake had a kid except for like him and like a select few people. And he really? put on blast that Drake had a kid and he wasn't taking care of him as well as he should be. And like, that was the roast of Drake in a song. It oh, was phenomenal. They were, there was a roast battle and Drake did not respond after that one. <laughs> wow. Because Pusha T just played him like that. It was fantastic. That's it, that, it's great. Um, but this is seven. This is a fun album. I like a lot of songs on here. I think there are some songs that kind of step off towards the end. 10, 11, 12 are just there. Like you kind of forget about them towards the end, but this is a fun album. There you go. I am going to play Diet Coke though, as I love that beat. <laughs> I love the title. Yesterday's price 
It's not today's price. Imaginary players aiming coach right. Master recipes under stove lights. The number on his jersey is the quote price. You order Diet Coke, that's a joke, right? Everybody get it off the boat, right? But it's a fun bounce to it. There you go. I mean, it's kind of absolutely good to it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Push the T works a lot with Kanye. They're really close friends. You can hear it on this. They, they sound very similar. So go. if you like Kanye, you'll probably like Pusha T. Give it a listen. All right. All right. My first of two EPs is Ooh. a nice little three-song EP from the band Primus. I saw that. And the album is, well, the EP is called Conspiranoid. Okay. Three songs in 20 minutes. So you have an 11-minute song and then two four-minute songs. <laughs> There's your 20 minutes. Primus, what the hell? Oh my god. You know, these guys have been around forever and a day. Yeah. Uh, it, it is very interesting. I'm I've never, I mean, Primus as a couple songs fan, yes. Primus as a band, not so much. Perry Farrell, very interesting because I love Perry and Jane's addiction. Um okay. Primus is, is really his founding band. And Primus has always been interesting because they lead with a bass line and not a guitar. So it's always been kind of a different type of band anyway. And with Perry Farrell lead singing, I mean, it's just, it's just a very, they're a very unique sounding band. Um, been around since 1990. Yeah, well, I'm sure they've been, well, Perry Farrell's been around before that, but, um, you know, I, you know, they've got some really catchy songs. I, I like some of their stuff, I, but this album was actually not terrible. I, I actually kind of enjoyed it. <laughs> it's kind of this little wow. three song. I mean, normally you get like Jerry was a race car driver, which is one of my favorite final songs. It's such a but weird one. Why not is Big Brown Beaver, which is just hilarious. I, I mean, My Name Is Mud is another song that is awesome. I mean, it's just. I remember you playing them for me. This, this, this guy puts out some weird shit. I'm just that's gonna be. They're just weird. They're just that kind of an odd duck type of deal. So I shouldn't say it's Perry Farrell. It's Les Claypool. My my apologies. Les Claypool. Still very, very Perry Farrell-ish, but Les Claypool is the lead singer. My, what do you want me to play off of this? You can play the lead song because it's it really kind of leads into it. All right, if it sounds good. Yeah, I forgot Les Claypool. a good opening riff right it, i mean that but that's how it is i mean that's what primus is yeah you get you're getting 11 songs it's going to be a little bit of, or 11 minutes it's going to be a little bit of a long one yep it is and it's basically all conspiracy it's all it's all things on conspiracy theories huh all, all the different conspiracy theories that's out there it's a song about all those it's kind of interesting fair enough it, it's another band that likes to poke fun at pop 
culture. Yeah, pop culture and things like that. Okay. Kind of a lot I, like Bowling for Soup, just in a little different format. Yeah, very different. <laughs> my my last album comes from a very famous EDM band called Swedish House Mafia. You Swedish know what? House I actually started listening to that. Really? I could not get past the first part. I was like, nope, that I'm not gonna this is a Matt one. I'm leaving this one alone. <laughs> yep, this is a Matt one. Um, but Swedish House Mafia being one of the early adopters of mainstream, uh, like electronic music and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, I mean, they're they, sitting at 194th in the world for monthly listeners. Right. They have like 19.6 million listeners. Yep. I I actually did start listening to this. Really? I did, but then I started listening to this. And they've got like The Weeknd, they got ASAP Rocky. I'm like going, what the fuck am I listening to this for? Because this is a mad album. They have a Sting song. I see that. I didn't see uh, that until now, but I saw it now. Uh, the, this is a fun album. I actually like that Sting song too, by the way. Maybe we'll play it. But uh, this is great. This is a good EDM sound to it. Um, I love Swedish House Mafia. And like, uh, I was a fan since they put out Greyhound back in the day. And then you have like, Don't You Worry Child. Like. They are some great songs that Swedish House Mafia has put out, and this continues. Like, this is fun. This is a great album. I loved it a lot. I think there are some parts where it just becomes a little lackluster and the songs kind of blend together a bit, but there are some right. parts where those songs do stand out. And, I mean, you're going to get well, that. It was kind of funny because I was, I was looking at, you know, I was trying to find something that would, you know, try try something new, and I listened to it, and it's a, it's a Swedish House music supergroup. Yep. That formed in 2008, and it placed them at number 10 in DJ Magazine's Top 100. Of all time? Well, uh, DJ-type music. That I mean, I yeah, guess I, I should have known that was maybe not the right band to listen to. Then I, then I started listening to the uh, Spanish Love Songs was another album. Okay. Another band that I started listening to because it was right above that one. Yeah. I couldn't get into that one either, so... But yeah, I saw a Swedish Shelf Mafia and I started looking at the song list. I was like, no, nah, I don't think so. I, I think I turned the first song on. I said, nope, I'm off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is fun. I love this. This is a good EDM album. I will play that Red Light song with Swedish House Mafia and Sting just for you guys. Okay, cool. Kind of different. We'll skip in a little bit here. It's like that Euro Club sound to it, like '90s Euro Club. Oh yeah, it's like a it's like a '90s '80s Euro Club sound, but it's a lot of fun. But I mean, the album being an EDM album, you're gonna get a bunch of different types of songs, so it's kind of fun to see what kind is up next. So you know, I gave Primus a six out of ten. Yeah. Forgot to mention that. That's fair. This is also a six out of ten. So my last, my last EP, and I think the last one before we go into the picks of the week. Yep. Um, uh, an EP from Kirk Hammett, lead guitarist from the band Metallica, put out an EP. Now it wasn't listed on my list of albums for 2022. However, it was released for Record Store Day uh, this past Saturday. Uh, what uh, the 22nd, 20 yeah, 22nd of of April. Yep. 
23rd, 22nd, I don't know. Anyway, um, it's a four-song EP. Um, it's called Portals, and uh, I had read a little bit about it. I never picked it up. I wasn't quite sure. I hadn't listened to it. So I didn't buy it on Record Store Day. I could have, but I didn't. Um, it is four songs, just under 30. Well, it's 27 minutes long. So all the songs are long. Uh, they are all instrumentals. They are all, all Kirk and Kirk only. Um, very, very unique. Um, it, it reminds me a lot of like Joe Satriani, which back in my day was a was a guitarist that did a lot of albums based on. Uh, I think his top album was like Surfing with the Air, Surfing with the Alien or Surfer with the Alien. <clears throat> but again, a full instrumental guitarist. Um, so Kirk, you know, uh, did a little research on it. He actually had to ask the band to see if he could actually put out a solo album because he didn't want to interfere with anything that Metallica was doing. And he got the blessing from the band guys and said, yep, yeah, go ahead. And then this is it. Uh, very cool. Um, something to check out. Um, I gave it a six out of 10. Um, you know, you can play, you can play Maiden and the Monster or you can play High Plains Drifter. Do High Plains Drifter. Okay, I can do that. Yeah, it's great. It's a pretty cool song. Very, very unique. Yep. And that's one of the quieter ones, but it's kind of cool. So that is an there interesting. There, there's there's three weeks of new releases. <laughs> yeah, we're we're finally caught up again. Oh yeah. It, it took right. us a little bit. As much rejoicing. Yeah. All right, man. Uh, you got uh you got what you got, you brought one, I brought one. Let's talk about yours first. I brought talking about like classic EDM. Calvin Harris. This is a massive EDM artist. What ninth in the world, I think, or something stupid like 39th in the world. 39th in the world. He is massive. Somebody I've never heard of, but I have heard of him. You have. But I haven't heard of him. Because right? yeah, you you've heard him because he does a lot of background production. So right. I gave you the album 18 months. 18 months. Which has massive songs like we well, found the fourth love. song and the eighth song in particular because I've heard both of those. We found love, feel so close, and I need your love with Ellie Golden. There's also right. sweet nothing that is massive too. There are what one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine of the fifteen songs have over one hundred million plays. This yeah. is a fantastically massive big, album big big album and and it's kind of interesting because jeff's never heard of calvin harris he's never heard the name calvin harris nope but you recognized at least two i did recognize two songs for sure and and, and that's the fun part is because you don't realize that this is calvin harris and he actually puts out great music like you don't realize who it is, but once you play a couple of his songs, you're like, "Oh shit, that's Calvin Harris." I, I mean, didn't know that before. This, I mean, this this came out at a time when you were in your what? You were 15? No, you were about 13 when this came out. Yeah, I was 13. 
Okay, so you're in the prime of your music setting up. Well, this is this is when EDM became massive in the United States. This was like a year or two after Skrillex. With Scary Monsters and Nice Sprites. That was in like, what, 2010, I think? So you're right after Skrillex, and you go from dubstep to this new pop sound. This is an EDM pop album, is what I would call it. I was trying to figure out how this album fit in your little genre history of whatever your head of yours you got. This you're, was this was so transitional period. Your you're so much well, like, in your head. That, that's that fair. This, this doesn't. I mean, it fits, but it doesn't fit. I mean, it's EDM. That's where it really comes in. It is. It's just. Poppy. It's very. It's very I would. I would call it mainstream EDM. Is what it is. But I mean, you have. Uh, do you know the song "One Kiss" with Dua Lipa? The one kiss is all it takes. Falling in love with me. Pasa. I can play it. Why am I singing it? I don't know. Okay, anyways, that has 1.3 billion plays, and that's Calvin Harris. He has three songs over a billion plays. Jeez. Uh, he also has This Is What You Came For with Rihanna and mm-hmm. Summer, like When I Met You in the Summer. Summer! But anyways. That one, then. Yeah. Like, there are songs that you don't realize that you've heard before, and it's Calvin Harris. And that's just, like, that's the kind of state EDM is kind of in. Like, you get a bunch of these massive artists that you don't realize who they are, but they pull in uh, other people to sing on top of their beats. And that's Calvin Harris. But this is, this is fantastic. This album is so fun. I love this album. Well, all right. So here's how I wrote this, Matt. Yep. A pleasant surprise from you this week. Woohoo! <clears throat> this album was kind of fun. I mean, it's not my cup of tea. No. But I did find myself bopping along quite a bit. <laughs> like I said, I knew I've heard the fourth track with uh, uh, We Found Love featuring Rihanna and the eighth track, which is I Need Your Love featuring Ellie Goulding. Um, yep. You know, I've, I've heard those two songs for sure. I would call this more of a party album, maybe? Yes. I could okay. see that. Um, definitely great beats. I, I enjoyed it. Maybe just because it's a little bit different from your other taste. So maybe more of a pop feel than a EDM feel. So it's more of a mainstream, like you said, mainstream pop, mainstream yep. EDM. Yeah. Um, I actually like Mansion. I like, um, and then Bounce and Feel, or Bounce and then Feel So Close. Feel So Close is fantastic. So I like those three songs. Mansion is the kind of the odd one out, but mm-hmm. it just had a unique beat to it. Something different. But yeah, anyway, it is. I gave you a six, Matt. That doesn't happen very often. Wow. A positive score. A positive score for Matt this week. Positive score. Wow. I even I'll said take good it. album, Matt. Good album, Matt, with an exclamation mark. Uh, you can't see right now, but I am like shaking my fist excitingly. Am I going to listen to it again? Maybe not. But. Uh, you know, but one of these when it comes on the radio, yeah, when it comes on the radio, you go, Oh, shit, that's Calvin Harris, <laughs> okay, now I'll know, right? Yeah. yeah, but like, there, Calvin Harris is fantastic. I, I will only speak praises for him, albeit very mainstream, very made for radio. It's so catchy, like, you can't yeah. not realize how catchy it is and just go from there. So, I love it. I love it. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of on the kick of the record store day. 
So yep. another one of the releases that happened on Record Store Day is the one I gave Matt this week. Okay. So is that the meaning behind this, or is there more meaning behind it? Well, there is. Okay. Uh, they re-released Def Leppard's High and Dry album, which was in 1981. It was their sophomore release. Yep. They put it out on picture disc this year. And, you know, this album kind of gets lost in all of their other albums. Um, yes. But it, it should. Gets, it gets pushed to the wayside behind Hysteria and Pyromania. Right. But this is kind of the lead up to. Well, yeah. Let me explain. Okay. So. Um, on Through the Night was their, their debut album, which is in 1980. Most of the guys in the band were between 15 and 20 years old at the time. So this was 81. So now you're talking they're 16 to 21. So I don't think Phil Collin was in the band at that time. He is the actual oldest member right now at 64. Then you have you have uh, the lead singer, uh, Joe Elliott. He is, he is 62. Um, I think um, Steve Clark is 62. Well, not Steve Clark. Who's the other guy? I'm trying to remember all the different bands. Steve Clark is the guy that died. Um, but anyway, most of them are either between Vivian and Rick, the one-armed drummer. They're the youngest. Um, but Vivian was not in the band either at the, at the beginning. Um, anyway, when they got to this album, they hired a producer by the name of Mutt Lang. Mutt. Okay, so most people know who Mutt Lang is. If you don't know who Mutt Lang is, he is a very high-profile producer. He has done some of the best albums, at least back in the 80s. So let me la- name some of the albums. Yeah, I was back in Black. Up. Oh. Back in Black. Highway to Hell. The Cars Heartbeat City. Foreigner 4. But he also worked on Pyromania. He's worked on Hysteria. He worked on this album as their first one. He's also done Nickelback, Rune 5, Britney Spears, and the list goes on. You kind of lose me towards the end. I know. But I think he's actually married to Shania Twain, which is even worse. Do you want to know what's funny? I always get Shania Twain and Shaka Khan mixed up in my head. That is not even close. They're not even the I same know. person. But oh, it, it, it's the, the SH. <laughs> Stupid, when stupid sidetrack, sorry. This, this album is Mutt Lang all the way. I mean, what was, Back in Black was what, 82, 81, 80? Something like that. What year was Back in Black? I'm looking it up. So he was just off of Back in Black, because I think it, Back in Black was 1980. Let me see if I'm right. Back in Black was released in 1980. Okay. So Mutt Lang just came off of Back in Black. He did Highway to Hell in the 70s. He did Back in Black in, at 1980, which was a huge release. And all of a sudden, now he's dealing with these young Sheffield, England-based teenagers trying to turn them into superstars. And so this album really built on the success of the band's first album, which was On Through the Night. If you listen to that, it kind of sets up this one, which really sets up Pyromania. I mean, yeah, there are... Uh, what is it got 12 songs on this album or 12 yeah 12 songs on this yep. well songs? it's 10 songs 10 songs and there's a couple extra two yeah i have eight out of the 10 saved on my playlist wow the only one i don't care for is the last song which is number 10 which is i think just kind of one to slam on there 
which is a no, no, no. But for yep. the most part, yep. and even Switch 625, which is an instrumental, but it is kind of cool. And then High and Dry Saturday Night, eh, it's kind of a, eh, I'm okay with that one. It's kind of a cheesy song, but Let It Go, another hit and run, Bring It On The Heartbreak, You Got Me Running, Lady Strange, On Through The Night, Mirror, Mirror. Um, great songs, great songs. Hmm. But it's just kind of weird that it's really hard to find three consecutive albums with this much radio play from three albums. You have this one, you have Pyromania and Hysteria. Those three albums are what made Def Leppard. This that is fair. This was the start. This was what sprung them to, let's call it stadium rock. Oh, very they much so. Like mainstream, radio. mainstream rock. Once Pyromania hit, they were huge. But this one gets kind of lost. People forget about this album, about how good it really is. But it was really setting up what was to come. Yeah, that is true. So that's my take on the album. Um, I myself even forget that it's there. I always want to go listen to On Through the Night, and then I want to listen to Pyromania. I always forget about High and Dry. And I don't know why, as I listen to it again today, I was like, God damn, this is a great album. (laughs) And I picked it for other reasons, but I had already played it because of Record Store Day. I already played it a couple weeks ago, and then I played it again today. And it's just one of those things that it's just, it's hard pressed to say that there's a bad song. There's a couple of duds, but they're not terrible. Yeah. But for the most part, it's a solid, solid, solid album. Yeah, I've always said with that. A list on mine, it's probably going to be like a seven and a half to an eight. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I do like Pyromania, is one of my favorite Def Leppard's albums. I do like Hysteria. Um, I think that those, unfortunately, are both better. They are, but this is the one that set it all up. You could see the direction, but oh, you yeah. have to listen to On Through the Night to see how they grew from here to here. You have to remember that these guys are still teenagers for the most part when they put this thing out. And yeah. this is not, this album does not sound like it was put out by 17, 18 year old, 20 year olds. No, it seems polished. Very, yeah. very polished. And that's because of Mutt Lang. So that's kind of what I was trying to say is Mutt then continued with Pyromania and also Hysteria. And those three runs were probably the best ones that Duff Leppard had. Yeah, for sure. But that's kind of the, the lead up to this was there's, there was a, there was a, the, uh, um, a solid, theory going through this for having this album. Hmm. Anyway. Okay. What is that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, a little bit of news here before we hop off. Uh, I got a couple news articles I'd like to read the title of. Uh, Pusha T lands his first number one album with It's Almost Dry. The Pusha T album I reviewed is now currently number one. Wow. On the Billboard Hot 200 chart. So nice. Pusha. Um, if you haven't seen it yet, I sent it to Jeff in a TikTok. Corn did a little bit of a fun cover to Backstreet Boys. <laughs> I want it that way, and it <laughs> went viral. Um, You're kidding! You, it did not. It did. It was so to, bad. To it the was point so where NewMusicNews.com wrote an article about it. No, they did not. But it is. It's fantastic because, like, you're just not expecting Corn. Uh, a new metal band um, doing a song of I Want It That Way. Yeah. Um, to the point of where now 
uh, people from the Backstreet Boys have met up with Korn and hung out with them, talking about music and things like that, posting to their Instagram saying, look who we met and hung out with today. Oh, and it was God. just that's awesome. Corn <laughs> with the Backstreet Boys, completely well, opposite. Well, coming, I can see it now. A new collaboration. Oh my God! But it, it's just if you haven't seen that video, it is hilarious because they're actually they do doing a decent. They do Backstreet Boys singing corn songs, and then corn <laughs> singing Backstreet Boys songs. Do a mashup. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, they're calling them the Corn Street Boys. Um, <laughs> uh. Yeah, that's uh, that's another fun You're one. Kind of diverse there, Matt. You didn't talk about Def Leppard a whole lot. Oh, I'm sorry. That's okay. Well, I'll go back to Def Leppard then. Uh, I will say this: I we talked about it. I don't think it's as strong as Hysteria as Pyromania, but you can see where they're starting to get rolling, especially with Wait. bringing on the heartbreak. That song you could put into either one of those albums, and it would fit. You yep. could see oh, yeah. that. They're starting to find their rhythm, find their flow, and what would make them fit into this music scene. I will say, though, it does become a little lackluster with uh, On Through the Night, Mirror, Mirror, and No, 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 towards the end. Well, no, I do like Mirror, Mirror, but that's one of my... I just I just like... It's got kind of a like an off-key guitar yeah, playing. It's a different sound to it. It is different. It is. But I think that it is, it's really interesting to see, this is kind of, I would compare this a lot to metal from Pink Floyd. Definitely. I mean, but it's setting it up. You're getting to their tones to where they become massy. Right. And and it's always fun to listen to Def Leppard. I'm pretty sure they're one of the four bands that we have tickets to see this summer, right? Do, yes. So, like, I know... Oh, yeah, we will be there. So if you see us there, one of our six fans, come all over. We'll we'll <laughs> of course, you know. We're so but, famous. You know, but the funny the funny part is is I believe they've got a new album coming out. I wouldn't be surprised. They are still recording. They are. And they're not bad. Like uh I don't mind corn or corn. I don't mind Def Leopard. Uh <laughs> Def Corn. Def Corn. Um Corn Leopard. Oh, <laughs> God, that sounds like such a terrible name for a band. Oh, uh, I will say, I was listening to my Discover Weekly on Spotify. Sorry to distract. There was a band that came on. It was called Pissed Jeans. Their band name was Pissed Jeans. Well, okay, I did Wet Leg. What's the difference? Pissed Jeans, Wet Leg? <laughs> pissed Jeans, like, Wet okay. Leg. What happens when you pissed your jeans? You get Wet Leg. Yeah, you get Wet Leg. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, sorry. Um, I think High and Dry is good. I it's fun. I will. I've given it a listen before, and it's not like I won't listen to it again. It's a four or five for you, so it's a six. Don't even. Whoa, it's it's above average. There are some songs that struggle, but there are some songs that really carry it. Wow. Let it go, high and dry, bringing on the heartbreak. Like there are some songs on this album that are like fantastic. I one of our previous guests, Mister Wayleggy, Chris Wayleggy. He, he, uh, I ran into him when I met up with him last night and we were talking about going to Slipknot and he's, you know, he, he doesn't, he knows, he knows songs. He does not a huge um, artist, but he's like, I know there's a song that I really like and he couldn't figure it out. And I was saying, yeah, well, that's the band that I took Matt to up in Fargo. He says, 
you took Matt to Slipknot. Did you tell him it was an EDM band or something? Like, <laughs> no, he likes I like Slipknot. Slipknot. He does Apparently. like Slipknot. I said, see, no. Now you can believe me, Chris, when you listen to this, Matt does like Slipknot. I do. So I said I did rub off on him at least part of the way. But then he had to look up the name of the song, and the song that he likes was Snuff. So for Chris, will you play Snuff? Snuff. Matt, will you play Snuff from Slipknot? So Chris will get a little bit of taste of Snuff. All right, here we go. It's coming in here. It's it's a really slow start, so I'm gonna skip ahead a little bit here. Still feels like a what did you say i think they played this song at the concert i think they did too there was a little bit of snuff by slipknot that's one of chris's favorite songs and that's that came off of was that the volume uh the double and i or is it off of uh that came off of all hope is gone gone I have that album. I know that. I like that song. I, I remember when we were moving Allie into her house, it was me, you, Julia, and Timmy. And yep. we were all in your truck. But I had the ox. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to play some Slipknot. And so me and you in the front, we were just rocking out to Slipknot. And Julia and Timmy looked like they wanted to get out. They were so done oh, yeah. and they were ready to leave. <laughs> they were, they were will, done. I will say, I do re- actually really enjoy Slipknot. That is, I'm, my music. They, they are, again, another unique enough band to make it likable. Yeah. But not too crazy. All right. And then I just want to mention one more thing before we wrap things up, because I know we're running. I do. I do have a little bit more pieces of news, too. So uh, we lost a, a very, very famous country duo. I was going to bring that up. I know. Well, you know, uh, what is it? Naomi Judd that we lost here. Yep. Naomi Judd. Uh, the, the older half of the Judds. Um, and it's it's just sad. And it's... It's they, tough because they, they were supposed they to be inducted into the... Health, which I'm guessing is suicide. Yeah. Uh, which is really terrible and that we still even have to deal with that. You know, the sad part is, is, is she decided to end her life the day before they were going into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. And it's just sad that we, as a society, cannot figure out how to help those uh, with mental health needs. Uh, I mean, sometimes it's apparent, sometimes it's not. And so I just, just saying that, you know, we need to be aware of, of those that maybe need help. Yeah. Help them figure out a way to help them somehow. Anyway, it's just tragic that it has to end that way. I was going to close out with that article, but now we have to switch it up to something else really quick. Um, This is a very weird transition, and I am very sorry, listeners. Uh, talking about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductions. That is coming up very soon, and the top five finishers are Duran Duran, Eminem, Pat Benatar, Youth Rhythmics, Youth Rhythmics, Eurythmics, Eurythmics, yeah, and then Dolly Parton, just outside who of Dolly. Not, who's not going to go in? She that is a out. lie. She went back on her statement a couple of days ago saying, I no. understand and I will accept if I am awesome. admitted. Awesome. She, yeah, so she said that she will accept it if she is admitted. Right. Just outside right. of Dolly Parton, who didn't make it, Judas Priest. 
Just They'll outside. Make it they will. Judas Priest is too big of a band to not make it into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Right. Um, they'll make it. Yeah. That was, sorry, that was just kind of a crazy weird turn after the whole Naomi Judd thing. And yeah. Sorry. But well, it's okay. Know, I mean, it's just, but that's a big enough loss in music as a whole, whether it's country rock. Yeah, that's something that we need to bring up. Right. I mean, it's just, it's, it's too bad. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, but other, you know, with Duran Duran getting the top votes, I mean, that doesn't surprise me. They were like, other, they were like other, other big names that were outside of the top five Carly Simon, Lionel Richie, Devo. Yep. Kate Bush. Rage Against the Machine. Rage Against the Machine. Donnie Warwick. A Tribe Called Quest. New York Dolls. Beck. MC5 and Fellow MC5 people. should definitely be there at some point. I don't know why they're not there now. I mean, a lot of artists today will look back at the MC5s as inspirational, as everything. And they were they were short-lived. But man, the stuff they put out, unbelievable. Yeah, so that's just a couple other names out there that did not make it in from the fan voting. So this is the official fan vote. Um, and, and, you know, with Eminem and, and Duran Duran, not surprising. Pat Benatar, again. Not surprising. Great artist. Dolly Parton, for her. The Eurythmics, you know, the Eurythmics, I'm not a huge fan, but... Uh, I will say, I had to Google who they were. Well, you know, sweet dreams are made of these. Yeah, I once I Googled them and figured out who they were, I know them. But it's just right, like, it's not a Annie name. Lennox, Annie song. Lennox is the lead singer. Phenomenal voice. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's kind of like a Celine Dion of, of, of let's call it 80s pop. I was going right? to say like, uh, yeah, techno pop. Techno pop. I mean, the rhythmics were right there in Annie Lennox's voice. You know, it, weird as she is, Phenomenal voice, great voice. I'm not a huge fan of the Eurythmics, but you know they've had some good songs. But I I do like Annie Lennox voice. So yeah, that's fair. All right. All righty. Well, that's all we have. On up, this. I guess, huh? Yeah, that's all we have on this episode of Pause the Music. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook by searching Pause the Music. Um, yeah. Uh-huh. Yes, that's oh, short and sweet today. We will okay. be back again in two weeks. So not this next upcoming Monday, but the Monday after that. We're going to try and stick to it every other. You're coming down here. Yep. So we're going to try and stick to an every other release schedule to at least give our listeners a chance to listen twice a month. That's what we're hoping for. Uh, It's like a paycheck. You get us as a paycheck. That's what we are. All right. (laughs) Well, thank you. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, we, we put a lot of effort into this, you know. Uh, please tip your no, bartenders. You put a lot of effort into it. I'm along for the ride. That's fair. But, I mean, it's worth it. There you like go. I said, we don't do it for listeners. We do love you guys, but we do it just to have fun. It's it's more along the lines of for something for Jeff and I to do. And, you know, we're glad that you guys are listening along with us and you're enjoying what we're doing. So Absolutely. Thank you, guys. Yeah, listeners is uh, just a bonus. And we love okay, that bonus. You're, start, you're starting to ramble. Let's wrap it up. All right. Later. All right. I'm Matt. I'm Jeff and we're out of here. See you guys.